ever since you and I've met, and that's a few years ago now, you approached me and said, well, you can talk for England. <laughs> uh, I, rem I remember that comment. This is Referees World with Darren Cullum and Richard Mellon. Hello again and welcome to the Referees World podcast, which offers education and training for referees of all levels. My name's Darren Cullum. I'm a level five referee affiliated with Somerset FA here in the UK. And this is Richard Mellon. He is the technical manager of referees at UAE FA based in Dubai. And this a weekly podcast, which you can listen to via Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whoever your podcast provider is, is available every week. We continue and this week we talk about self-analysis. It's the 4th of October, it's 5.30 here in the UK and on this episode we are going to discuss self-analysis. Rich, explain self-analysis to me. Uh, yeah, it's, well, let, let's say self-analysis is... It's looking at your performance, reflecting about what you do, how you do it. Uh, and when you consider people make uh, judgments upon your performance, the perception of how you uh, go about your role, you know, it's about you, you know. And I could I think we talked about this the last time we had mm -hmm. a chat uh, about you. But um, self-analysis is something that we do. I know we do it, but it's the way in which we do it is um you know uh more helpful in certain ways than others because you know uh let's say as referees we try to be perfect don't we 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 want perfection we want excellence uh and perfection and excellence whilst that's a target that's not achieved in in refereeing and let, let's just be realistic about it and that's how i say it um for the want of cliches let's keep it simple Expect the unexpected. Uh, control the controllables. You know, there's lots of little things that uh, we can do uh, in our refereeing, uh, both on the field and off the field. So really, that's that's it in a sort of longer than sentence that I expected to talk. So, um, yeah, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you know what I was going to say. Does that yeah, make sense? But, a little bit. Know, it's, a it's a bit of a mouthful. A little bit of self-editing would have helped there, but there you go. I know what you mean. And hopefully by the end of the podcast episode, yeah. everyone that's listened to it will get what you're coming from anyway. So mm. um, how, and, and I know this is something we do talk about, control the controllables. Um, how, how important is self-analysis? I think it's very important. Um, it helps uh, understanding improves our football understanding when we share uh, experiences with friends, family, colleagues. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the to have a clear mind is, you know, what we're trying to do, I think, by having, you know, a, a clear direction in what we're trying to do and how we're going to try and achieve it. And so talking to others uh, rather than letting it bottle up uh, and not um, expressing ourselves and talking about the issues that we have, um, you know, I think we need to self-analyse. What sort of things do you think can get in the way of self-analysis? <laughs> I know I'm going to struggle. Self-analysis. Self-belief. Confidence, you know, that's, that sort of thing. That's quite simple, isn't it? Mm. It's, but that's a life thing as well. Yeah, you know, self-belief, confidence. Um, try to be yourself. 
that that's that's the sort of uh, the best piece of information or advice I could give. Try to be yourself. Um, don't try too hard. You know, um, some people say, "Oh, I'm I need to get in the zone." Well, the way in which you get in the zone is not it's not like flicking on a switch and flicking it off again. It doesn't work like that. You know, it it uh, takes experience. Create uh, you know the opportunity to. Uh, progress uh, a clear mind don't live in the past live in the now reflect on the past of course and that's how we learn but let's go into the now and be ready for the next decision uh it's, it's as simple as that really let's go back to that comment you've just made don't live in the past just express yourself a bit more and explain what you mean by that uh, from that what i'm gathering is don't hang on to incidents that um uh, happened the week before because it may drag you down in this current game exactly exactly yeah. that but equally it's not necessary about the week before it's about two minutes before yeah you know you go into a game uh, and let's say you're, you're you're in the middle of the first half and you you make a decision of no penalty uh and you know one or two players are talking loudly at you uh and the ball goes up to the next phase of play, goes out of play at the next halfway line. You're still thinking about the last decision, which was in the penalty area, we'll say. Uh, and then the next decision you might get wrong because you're thinking about the past uh, and you're not focusing on the now. And the now is that, is that throw in that you've just got wrong and you've missed it. You know, you've got the wrong direction or you're not working with your colleagues. You know, one goes to the left, one goes to the right. And uh, it's living in the past uh, and like I say, it could be last week's decision, but that's where we learn. Last week's decision is the learning point. Uh, and we should use those to make uh, progress in our own performance. It's all about parking these decisions and moving forward with the new phase it of is. play, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's exactly that. Uh, you know, and, um, you know, we talk about things in life. Football is, is, is life for a lot of people, you know. Uh, and uh, so the combination of the two, the overlapping of the two, uh, and we're talking about your new job, that, that's helped refereeing and refereeing's helped your job. So, you know, it's, it's about those things that we learn uh, and it's every day. How much self-analysis do you think takes place in the car on the way home from the game? And is that the right time to self-analyse or would it be better to leave it for a, a couple of days and then go back to your performance. Have you ever been able to manage to do that? No. <laughs> can you? Can, no, you can't. But it's, 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 it's a realisation of the circumstance because, like I say, you, you have a game of football and it's, it's important to a referee to have a, a level of performance that um, brings a, a, a level of satisfaction and uh, the, the level of satisfaction is is all about you, your performance, the way in which you um, make decisions, sell decisions, uh, and try to convince everybody you know what you're doing. So, you know, you, you used the phrase uh, a short while ago about park the decision. Imagine you get in the car and you can just switch your mind off and listen to some music. And you've got a one hour drive to get home. Is it possible? No. Could you do that? No. I, I, I don't think so. No, I've, particularly I've if you've had one of those... I've never been able to do that. Yeah, never particularly when you've had one that. of those games where you've... Uh, you you know things have not gone the way you wanted them to and you're probably kicking yourself 
in the car. Chances are you're going to get on the phone and speak to your refereeing colleagues who are also in the car on their way home and talk about it that way. Uh, just of to sort you of do. offload. Of course you do. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, even even to the extent now, uh, well, n- not since I've been into the UAE, because uh, uh, there's nobody to phone in the UAE and have a chat on the way home from football. But when I was in the UK, uh, I, every week going to football and coming home from football, we'd be talking half a dozen of us over over different times of the day about what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, what do we know about the teams, uh, and then afterwards, what happened, how did it go, etc., uh, etc. Et the the thing that I would um, talk about if if I if I was mentoring uh, a referee anywhere now, wh- wherever it be, uh, my first question is how did it go, uh, and we've done this before, Darren, because I say to you how did it go. On the first occasion of having that conversation, oh, I had I had three yellow cards and a red, uh, and I didn't give a penalty. That's not how it went. That's just a couple of facts. And I want to know the key decision making. What was the yellow cards for? So it's we got to break it down and self-analyze. And you, you do that through sharing experiences as well as you know asking yourself the question. And we talked about this many times about visualizing what you did. Think back. What did it look like? You know, did it um, achieve what I was trying to do? Did I sell the decision? Was my body language hesitant? Did I look uh, as though um, I was confident? Was what was my head up? You know, or was I looking down at the ground type of thing? All those small little things that sometimes we don't realise we're doing. See, this is why I asked whether or not it's worth uh, trying to park the um, thoughts of how your game went until a later point because sometimes you get a chance to uh, when you're in the heat of the moment and you've had frustrations you're probably not thinking as straight as you perhaps could be okay i i understand that point um my, my thing would be if i go into a changing room as a as a mentor a coach an assessor i i gauge the the possible um mood of what the changing room might be like uh, for the referee, and maybe it's a, it's a team of referees in there. And depending on how the game went, uh, we'll actually decide the questions I ask, the comments I make. And if it's a real feisty, nasty game, and the referee, let's say, has not had the best days in the office, then I'll be careful how I open it, because it's, you know, it's a question of, tell me how you feel. Because that referee will be so pent up with frustration it's it's not best to go in there and say oh well done unlucky thanks very much shake his hands and pat him on the back there there are it's it's more than things about patting on the back it's more putting the armor on the shoulder and saying let me try and help you Mm. that's that's in theory what you're trying to do Uh, and you ask the question to yourself can i help him yes i can can i help her yes i can because where whoever you are as a referee, you will make a mistake in your game somewhere. You'll get something as easy as a throw-in wrong. It might irritate you. Or what if you uh, caution the wrong person? Hmm. Yellow card the wrong oh, person. Oh, been there, done uh, that, got the know. T-shirt. Yeah, I, I know I know famous referees in the world that have done that. Uh, and one of them is my very close friend and, you know, close friend to both of us. We've had him on the podcast. I remember those in the early days, yeah. you know, and it happens. It happens, and so consequently, self-analysis 
sharing information, having a discussion with someone just to ease off the tension and the anxiety because we do get anxious. We do get a little bit het up and that's why we need to talk about it. So the idea of parking it, as you say, I'm not sure we can do that sometimes um, because of that anxious uh, situation that we had, that red card that we gave. You know, you, you'll ask, when, the first time you have a red card, can you remember that time, Darren? No, we're going back a long time now, so um, oh, no. I, I, I can remember the first red card I gave. No, I, I can't. I can remember how I felt. Uh, I mean, my, my, my stomach was turning, my head oh, was spinning. Oh, how I felt. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant if you can remember the incident. No, I, ca I can't remember the incident, but I remember the uh, I remember feeling very nervous and then spending the rest of the game thinking, oh, my God, I, I, I can't believe I've just sent somebody off. Um, I, 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 and, and it just... It, consumed me for the rest of the game i remember that feeling yeah i i see that's exactly a good description it consumes you mm. and that's and that's where uh, you've got to sort of try to clear your head and and stay in the now don't stay don't stay in the past you know five minutes ago ten minutes ago an hour ago some of the things that happen early in the game people will forget spectators will forget but it's generally that last 15 20 minutes that they never forget if you gave <laughs> Gave a dodgy goal, ruled off a goal, gave a penalty, didn't give a penalty, sent off a player, didn't send off a player. Oh, Those are the things late in the game that people remember. Mate, I've just remembered of an incident, okay? Um, and I'm sure in some of the earliest editions of the podcast, I've brought this one up. But I remember once sending sending a player off and then once I'd sent him off, <laughs> I brought him back on again because I thought actually maybe he wasn't... <laughs> He wasn't, um, he shouldn't have been sent off in the first place. Brought him back on. And then he went on to score the winning goal, which relegated the home team. Because it was, oh. oh, I know. Mate, oh. talk about having a shocker at the office. I mean, that was very, very early days. And this is one of those situations where I'd got consumed by what had happened. And the, um, uh, the team that I'd sent him off from, they basically convinced me that that was the wrong decision. I go, okay, fair enough. You can come back on again. <laughs> I forgot all about that. And that was a game in Yate outside of Bristol. Oh, my life. Uh, I'm, I'm cringing oh, that's when thinking you, about that's it. That's when you were sort of uh, rubbing shoulders with Roger Milford. That's that? exactly it. Yeah, he was my uh, mentor back do, then. That'll do for me. We can <laughs> <Yeah>. blame him. <laughs> yeah, let's blame the old Silver Fox. Yeah, we can blame so, him. So, oh, my but, goodness uh, me. You know, the, the things that when we go out there, we, I talked earlier about trying to be perfect. You know, we're under pressure. We know we're under pressure, but how do we deal with it? You know, um, negative comments from people, those are things that sort of drag you down a little bit and they add to the pressure. Uh, and, you know, playing advantage, it's, it, that's a risk in itself. Something as simple as playing advantage is a risk. Um, it requires calmness, composure, accuracy, uh, you know, and ask yourself, did I need to play the advantage? Did I want to play the advantage? Mm. What did the game need? Sometimes, you know, there are things that you do. Uh, let's say using advantage when it's not helping the game, but it's actually probably contributing to the uh, the, the color orange going to red. And, you know, that red mist where players, uh, you know, half a foul creates another half foul, another half foul then escalates into a, a full-blown... Uh, nasty challenge uh, and it might get reaction from that you know if we're given that first free kick you might have stopped the yellow card and the reaction of what was a red card and a, a fight
you know, something like that. There's, there's lots of things to consider in your self-analysis. Um, I think it's knowing your strengths is, is part of what you need to sort of consider. When you're going to sit down and self-analyse, and there are so many ways of doing this, do you have any recommended ideas, recommended ways to maybe sit back and reflect on the game that's just happened? Any suggestions? Because I think we go into a state of automatic self-analysis. However, I suspect with the more experienced amongst us, there is a way of, okay, that's happened. Now I'm going to step back out of the bubble and now I'm going to review it and this is how I'm going to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does make sense. Uh, But there are certain things that require experience and new referees listening to the podcast, you know, will look for ideas about, you know, well, how do, how do I get rid of this anxiety? How do I visualize? What do I do? For me, the way in which I did it, first of all, and it wasn't easy if, if you're driving home, but what I tried to do uh, quite quickly um, after a game, if I was on my own, I'd write down some notes. I'd write down notes of what I thought I did well, what I thought I uh, could do better. And then I would uh, have a chat with with one of my mentors. And it, at the time, um, some of my mentors was Alex Lees, Peter Waters, uh, you know, the ex-Football League, Premier League referees, or they would have been Premier League in, in this era, but at that time they were, you know, Football League, First Division referees of old. Uh, and I just wrote down my thoughts and, how, and what I thought I'd done well and what I thought I needed to do better. And that certainly helped me uh, as regards how I remember it because now I'm able to sort of um, drive, drive home and I, prior, I prioritize my list. I do five or six things each time for my list. I don't go too deep into what I need to do better because somewhere if I've been assessed in my report, it will come through that need to consider this, need to consider how you get a better view and what you need to do reading the phase of play. Look at the player's body shape. Try to recognize what he's going to do. Uh, what's his next pass? A long pass, a short pass? Look at the body shape, those sorts of things. And, uh, you know, I learned those simple things by talking to people and sharing that. And talking to your friends uh, and talking to colleagues, don't be too selective, but talk to as many as possible that want to listen. And, of course, you can always contact us here at the Referees World podcast as many people do about many, many different situations and scenarios. And you can do that by visiting the website refereesworld.co.uk. We are on Twitter at refereesworld. Um, or indeed, if you just know us, then that's always a, a a good way of doing it too. Right, Rich, as we slowly approach our 20th minute, um, mm-hmm. uh, three top tips for self-analysis that uh, particularly for those that are new on the scene can take away from this particular episode of the Referees World podcast and embrace and hopefully um, uh, build their confidence upon. Yeah, for for me, I would say try to stay calm and focused. Uh, Live in the now. Don't dwell on the past. But you've got to reflect on the past. You you know, you've you've got to be honest with yourself. Uh, Don't ignore something that needs to be done better next time. So uh, stay calm and focused. Don't dwell on the past is one. Uh, Know your strengths. What what are you good at? Now, ever since you and I have met, and that's a few years ago now, you approached me and said, well, you can talk for England. Uh, I I remember that comment because it was the first time we went to um, FA Vars. You were assistant referee, FA Vars. I think it was to Mark Lawrence. 
Uh, I can't remember who the other assistant was, but after the game, I was I was mentoring Mark at the time, uh, and you said to me, uh, "You talk for England. Do you fancy doing a podcast?" And I said, "What?" Uh, and then that was it. So, my strengths, our strengths, yeah. we understand. We understand. We have a good football understanding, and that's what I would ask people to consider: create your football understanding and never stop developing it, because football understanding is a big part of refereeing. And you're, so, smi- you're smiling. Right? I, I you're am smiling. smiling. Right? I'm laughing because yeah, I yeah. kind of remember that. And I'm sure it was a game in Almondsbury in Bristol. Yes. That's where we were, yes, wasn't it? Was. it? Yeah. Yes, it was. And, and you, did buy me, you did buy me a beer that day, actually. <laughs> oh, well, you should make a note of that because it's probably the only yeah, one I ever yeah. have bought. But uh, other things to consider. And point, you and know, point number three. Uh, yeah. Num- simple advice. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Football is a simple game. Sometimes we overthink. We are, we, are, we uh, let's say, we dig too deep for what the problem is. And maybe there isn't a problem. Uh, so I just say, keep practicing your good skills, uh, good signals, good whistle, good communication, communication uh, at the right time. Communication at the wrong time is, is white noise. So, you know, it's, let me give an example. When a corner kick is coming in, for, in from left or right, whatever it is, there is a time when to talk to the players and a time when not to talk to the players. If you talk to the players, or you think you're talking to the players, when the ball is in the air, arguably that's too late. The players are already focused on challenging for the ball. So your chance to impose yourself on the players uh, and be proactive is before the ball is actually kicked in there. Because before the ball is actually kicked, if you ever think about it, players go quiet. Only momentarily. So your words have got to be short, sharp and sweet. Uh, And, uh, you know, just listen to that next time a corner kick is being taken. When there is that pause of silence, there's nothing. And that's your chance to get in there uh, and uh, make your presence known and give a deterrent. Don't foul, lads. Right. Okay, that'll be it for this episode of the Referees World podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Hopefully you picked some bits out of this that you can take into your next game. And indeed, if you would like to get in touch with us, as we've already mentioned, please do via the website, refereesworld.co.uk. Get in touch via our Facebook page or indeed Twitter, or just do an all-round general search for the Referees World podcast, and we will come up somewhere. And we'll be here again next time. Thanks very much for listening. From grassroots to the World Cup. This is the Referees World Podcast with Darren Cullum and Richard Mellon.